Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. That's right. It's the scary night out there, and we're gearing up to Halloween. Solo in the City, I'm Cheryl Besner, your love coach and your matchmaker here on CJD 800. And tonight, well, it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be an open discussion. And please remember, 790-0800 is how you can be part of tonight's discussion as we get involved on the Dish on Dating Two men, two women are joining me in studio tonight. But first, I want to address you. Every week, I go into the inbox and take out a question that somebody asked me. And this week, it's from a gentleman named Gunther. Dear Cheryl, I am 45 years old, divorced man, and I go up to the mountain every day to walk my Dachshund Bibby. She's still a puppy and attracts quite a bit of attention, especially from the ladies. I've met quite a few women walking their dogs too, and sometimes I feel a connection. And when we do stop to dog talk, it's great. But then I feel shy to do anything about it. There is one woman in particular who I run into at least twice a week with her dog. We talk for at least 15 minutes and then she, I think she likes me. Is it okay to ask her out? I don't know. Are we just dog friends? Or maybe is she waiting for me to make the move? What should I do? Well, you're up in the mountain. It's easy. You've got the shed there. Ask her for a hot chocolate. Go for a coffee. It's a nice little entry for you. And then take the plunge. Don't be afraid. She's not going to bark. She's not going to bite. You've got two dogs. That does not mean that that's the only common interest. And you're never going to know unless you take the plunge. So do it. As far as dating tips for the week or dating news, I just wanted to mention that there is a brand new app out there and it is developed by Tinder. And I don't know how you feel about this, but it basically is there to help women deal with people who are attacking them either verbally or visually online. It has a lot to do with what's going on in the world right now and in our own city and all over the U.S. So this is what I want to know. How do you feel about a woman having the capability on this new app? It's called Reactions. That if you get somebody approaching you on your Tinder app and they are being aggressive or abusive, you can then choose an emoji. And the emoji is either the rolling of the eyes or a martini in their face. How do you feel about that? I'm wondering. Reach out to me and tell me. 7900800. Do you think that kind of belittles the fact that somebody might be taking advantage of you, abusing you verbally, or through very derogatory remarks? Well, I have to say one thing, that the woman who created the new app Bumble, well, she feels that way and she feels that it does really minimize what might be going on out there. So I want to know, how do you feel? Now let's get right into tonight's show. It's the Dish on Dating. Once a month, the last Saturday of every month, I like to bring two men, two women to 
well, what I call Cupid's table. It's uh, my round table in the shape of a heart. And ask them about things that are going on in their dating lives. And it's always from different demographics that I, I welcome these guests to. So let's go around the table right now. Let's start. Rebecca Perez is joining us tonight. She is the founder of Goss Club, which is an online magazine and an international movement created by a very young, inspiring woman. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you for having me. Next up is Renzel. Now, Renzel, he's the executive producer for digital content, and it's the creative director for Black is Beautiful magazine, and uh, big on Instagram as well. Welcome to the show, Renzel. Hello. I've been wanting to have both of you on the show for a long time since we've had the opportunity to meet in the last year, and uh, really happy that you're joining us. I'm happy to be here. Coming back to Cupid's table is... Hi. <laughs> Hi, I didn't introduce you yet. <laughs> We're very anxious for the show to get going tonight. Is Bunty King. And um, well, man, you are always ready to jump in there and uh, spread some love and share your story. So thank you for coming back. My pleasure. Uh, by the way, you can follow Bunty as well on Instagram. And uh, actually, we're even on uh, your Twitter Twitter's right now, Twitter right? Twitter YouTube, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so, the place. And that reminds me, everybody, you can follow us on Facebook tonight. We are Facebook Live. Ramona, as always, has got your behind the scenes. Last but certainly not least is Anouk Benzakar. She is a family law attorney and mediator. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Now, the interesting part um, that not everybody in the studio knows is you know this show is all about relating dating and mating and tonight well we have some of our guests who are going to be going off into their social world from here two parties Halloween and then we have one who just came off of a date <laughs> when I when I reached out to Anouk she said yeah I can come I actually just uh, thought I would I you know I accepted a date so uh, maybe I'm gonna have to cancel and I went no 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 do it. You have plenty of time. <laughs> anyway, it's supposed to be 45 minutes that first date. So good date. It was a very nice date. Very nice guy. Yeah. And th and that's the key, right, Rebecca? I mean, yeah. nice guys. Nice. Right? We want to date nice guys. <laughs> define nice. <laughs> ah, define nice. Okay. Not too nice, but nice. <laughs> okay. What is a nice guy? Anuk, what does that mean to you? Somebody who's respectful, um, who's fun, who's not too nice, but I think the respect is the main thing I would have to say. A respectful guy. When we say not too nice, like, Renzel, what does that, that you know resonate with you? I, does that mean like you got to be a little bit of a bad boy? Well, I wanted to ask, what does it mean, not too nice? Because some people out there, some nice guys, wonder what's too nice. Why is too over. nice bad? Yeah. <laughs> I think being a pushover and like getting taken advantage of to me is too nice. I agree. I agree. You should see yeah. it coming. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I, I love this because I, I work with so many men and women and guys are always saying, you know, do I have to be cool? Do I have to like be a little bit dark about it? And I'm like, no, just be you. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Just be you. Yeah. But don't and, be afraid to be mysterious. Uh, well, I think both sexes can learn from that yes, that mysteriousness right like that's why i always say that 45 minute date that's why i was joking just <laughs> now with you uh anuk is because there is something about giving somebody just enough yeah. to want to keep them to come back leave for some, that second leave, date mm. 
right? right? And you know what? I think that that can go on yeah. always within our relationships. We can always have that mystery, even when you're together for a long period of time. It's fun to do things that are a surprise and to do something different and out of the box and step out, right? Right. That's exciting. That's exciting. Do you like excitement, Bunty? Totally. Absolutely. I like spontaneity. That's something that I really uh, uh, go for on dates a lot of times. But uh, I'm never really too concerned about really showing the most of myself because I find that like you can't really ever cover everything about yourself in one single date. I guess the mystery part for me is really I just don't sleep on the first date. And then, you know, second date. You don't. What do you mean you don't? Sorry, I don't go to. I, I don't sleep with them on the first you date. You don't sleep with them or at their house. I don't sleep with them. At, okay. on the first date. Okay, I may sleep but, at their house if that really needs to happen, but I don't think it would. <laughs> I just go home and sleep. So, a uh, quick question, and I just want to go around the the table here. What do you think about sleeping with somebody on the first date, Rebecca? Do I or like, don't? I have like a three month rule usually, oh but like Lord. three months. Three I'm months. Really months. Oh, this girl. That okay, is I good. Oh, That's Lord. I'm definitely with her oh, on Lord. that. Okay, Bunty. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly, I would say like two weeks most of the time. What? Yeah. You guys are super conservative. I think first date is fine. Oh, well, oh okay. I'm, I'm, I, I need to, I need to love the person. I, I feel like okay. I need to like fall. Okay. Like I need to have that feeling of love coming up to be able to, you know, really get get into it. So I mean, do you it, need the feeling of love when you're dating somebody? Call us. Tell us what you think. 7900800 or star 8255. Up next, last week, we did a show on the likability of successful women versus how people see successful men. And I'm going to play for you a piece that I recorded on Monday night of Hillary Clinton addressing just this topic because she was here in Montreal. I got to meet her. I was so excited. And we're going to play that for you. And I want to know how you feel about the likability and lovability of successful women right here with our panel on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are back. Solo in the City. I'm Cheryl Besner, your relationship coach. And tonight we are at the round table with Bunty King, Renzel, Anouk Benzikar, and Rebecca Perez. And we're talking about different elements of the love life and your love life as well as our love lives. And one of the things that we were talking about just before the commercial was how we interact with people on that first date and about sleeping together. And everybody had a different viewpoint. By the way, we are on Facebook and it's fun to watch us in between segments because the fact is some of the best conversation is going on back there because everybody got involved in it and there were like eight voices talking all at once. Anyway, this past week, I had the opportunity to meet Hillary Clinton um, along with 3,500 other people. And we were talking um, last week's show with Caroline Kutzi, who was interviewing her at the event that took place Monday night. And she was addressing what we talked about last week, which was the likability and lovability of women, successful women versus successful men. And we were saying how even women sometimes do not cozy up to successful women as easily as successful men. And I want you to hear what Hillary Clinton had to say. Listen to this. 
The research is pretty compelling. For men, likability and professional success go hand in hand. In other words, the more successful a man becomes, the more people like him. But with women, it's the exact opposite. The more professionally successful we are, the less people like us. And maybe some of you in this room have an idea about what I'm talking about. So my question is, let's start with you, Bunty. How do you feel about dating successful businesswomen? I only want to date successful women. That's all. Like, and is that because everybody here is yeah. like clapping? And- no, that's it. I only want to date because it's just that you know I, I need someone that is some is is someone that I can rely on, in the sense that like oh if something were to if 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 stuff was stuff were to hit the fan, do they have my back? You know, and it's it's really just also about the. Um, the fact that they, they are self-accomplished, they know their place in the world, you know, and, and I know what I'm doing. They should know what they're doing too, you know? Right. And Rebecca, now you, you're a young woman. You've just, mm-hmm. you know, recently really launched this platform. I mean, or right yeah. now it's really growing and, and yeah. becoming something fantastic mm-hmm. uh, in Goss Club. You were saying that you don't really know how you feel about, at your age, getting married, having children. Yeah. When... This so career is just exploding. Yeah. Talk about that in reference to your dating life. Um, I right now my focus and my my main goal is just to accomplish my business and to make it grow. But I don't think I like the guys that I want to date are going to be okay with the fact that I'm independent and that I'm running my own company. So you have to choose a guy who's not insecure. He has to be very like self aware and be okay with the fact that you're running your own thing because I feel like. If he thinks you're bigger than him, he's just gonna. It's the relationship's not gonna go anywhere. It's gonna be unhealthy. If he thinks you're bigger than he is, yes. You so you're saying that he has to be very secure, whether he doesn't have as possibly a bigger career, so that he's okay with you doing that. Well, I usually like to go for guys who are just as driven as I am. So usually they're gonna help me grow as well. So so. Renzel, is is that what it comes down to, do you think? Is it the success, and we measure success by, you know, the dollar figure or the size of our career? Or is it more about being driven and having ambition? And it doesn't matter whether your ambitious uh, idea is, for instance, you know, giving back to humanity or being um, the best school teacher for it. I kind of look at it that way, yeah. I do. I I, I don't... she was saying you should you should date someone that drives you or she's looking for someone yeah. that drives you. I think you should be clear about what you're looking for no matter what. Some people are more conservative and how they're raised and what they're looking for is someone to take care of the home. And there's a woman out there who wants that too. But if you're not going to celebrate what it takes for your woman to be out there in the world and do what she do, leave her alone. You have to be clear about what you're looking for. Well, I think that's, that, what I that's, that's definite. Everybody has to know their lifestyles, 100%. values, and goals. I mean, I talk about that on the show all the time. What do you think? Call us, 7900800 or star 8255. Anouk, so you are a successful lawyer. You used to work in the field. Then you took a leave for a while, right? Yep. And now you're back out I'm there. back. You're I went back off on my there. own, yeah, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I love what I do. And I would need to be with somebody who respects that I love what I do. And that if I need to put some time in for my clients, that's my priority right now. Other than my children, it's all about my career. 
I love what I do. I love helping people. I love solving their problems. I love trying to settle their files. And that for me is the number one thing right now. And and when it comes to making somebody feel like a priority, it doesn't mean that we have to give them all our time. It just means that when that time is together, that they feel at that moment, they are priority. Do you agree with that? I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly. Yes. Absolutely. And one of the biggest thing is cell phone. I find that when you're with people, yes. especially if you're on a date or what have you, to just leave your cell phone on the side. I mean, yes, if it's my kids or my parents, I'll answer. Other than that, I don't want to look at the phone because if I'm with you, you're the person that I'm with. That's Actually, it. Bunty, how, how do you feel about being on a date with somebody who is, for instance, always on their phone? Well, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be on a date with them. But the, the, <laughs> the, the, reality, the, reality, is, the reality is that like, I can always gauge if a date's good based on the fact that you know, if, if I haven't pulled out my cell phone, if I haven't pulled out my cell phone, I'm just standing there talking to them. It's the best. I'm like, all right, this is a good date. Okay, yeah. so guys, uh, ladies, not guys, ladies. There's a tip for you. If you are out with Bunty and he pulls out his phone, he's not that into you, right? You might as well just go and uh, see him only on Twitter. What about you, Renzel? Uh, how do you feel, for instance, about? social media, being on phones, and the distraction it causes for people who are trying to connect. Um, I, th I think there's, I mean, I, I love it as a tool. I use, it as, I use it for work, and I love it as a tool. But I think we don't talk a lot about people that clearly have some sort of addiction. That's me. Yeah, that's you? <laughs> so, I, so I've dated girls women that have a real addiction like fear of missing oh, yeah. out and whenever the phone's not around they just need to see it to pick it up to feel it to to have this relationship with the phone and i and it's something i've said to women like if if whatever it is you're looking at is not going to change if you look at it in 10 minutes it's still going to be there so if you can't be here right now then we we need to stop this or you know We'll see each other tomorrow, or if you're or not, or not, <laughs> or never again. Usually, but yeah, yeah, but no, it's a, it's a real. Th I think it's it's a great tool. It's it's allowed us to talk about things like we haven't been able to ever. We've been uh, uh, we've been waiting for like radio is important, TV is important, but social media has has brought us together in a way that's superficial, yes, but when it counts, it matters, right? Actually, um, Facebook is taking this whole new direction because Zuckerberg was saying how he created this to bring people together and it actually separated people and caused them to disconnect. So yes. he's actually yeah. doing this whole new platform that is about community and bringing them together. Now, Rebecca, you said, that's me, that you're the girl always on the social <laughs> oh media. My oh my God. But is, is also, is that because of work? Yes. Or is it because the work has now just been automatic and you're just always thinking about that and it's just the go-to now honestly it's because i love what i do also and because instagram is part of my actual business the fact that i can do it for business and for personal for pleasure too it's just i'm always on my phone <laughs> you know right so having to take the time to disconnect i find is very hard how often how often do you sit there and you just look at the likes come in i see that like happen instagram. all the time oh my God. all the time <laughs> all the time so yeah. it's that it's you know the it's Instagram unhealthy. thing. It's well, first of all, the thing yeah. is this, um, and and they're talking about it. You know, especially with the young kids now, it's that like is that adrenaline rush. It's like oh my gosh, you know, it's liked, it's liked, and what it really says is I'm liked. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. whatever we're putting yes. out there means yeah. but, I'm but popular. I'm being appreciated. That, no one ever says 
I'm having a crappy day picture. I have hmm. liquids coming out of every hole. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody so says much. that. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> and that's real life. And you and know, we really don't want to know that. That is TMI. <laughs> no, I, I get that we don't want to know that, but that's not real. Like I was talking to a girlfriend of mine, and she was she was like she was asking me for advice, and she said, "You know, I'm looking at all these people, and they seem to have better lives than I do." And that's what I said to her. I said, when's the last time you saw someone say, I have really bad diarrhea? Nobody says that on yeah, social media. Right. It's it's one facet of life, but it's not life. I don't I don't believe that. It's because you clearly wanna... haven't been following me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you everything. Bunty. I'll tell you everything. And he does. He does. By the way, that's Bunty King. And you can follow him on Twitter. And right now we're on Periscope right here. And um, by the way, if you want, to participate, remember, you can call in 790-0800 or star A255. I also want to remind everybody that if you haven't already and you want to meet somebody, sign up on my database. Go to CherylBesner.com right now. Start your love life off tonight. Go to CherylBesner.com. Become part of my free database. It takes 30 seconds and then I know who you are. You're on my radar and I get to introduce you to some of my clients. Coming up, we're going to talk about the people's scariest first dates. Do you have any you want to share? Remember, we mm. are live. You can connect with us and you can hear what? Anouk. Bunty King, Renzel, and Rebecca have to say. And don't forget also, we're on Facebook, Facebook Live right now. So Ramona will take you behind the scenes. You should listen to what's going on. We're here on Solo in the City on CJD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. We are here, Solo in the City, the show about relating, dating, and mating. And I'm in studio tonight. It's the Dish on Dating Night. And as always, have two men, two women joining me tonight. It's been a great conversation so far. Bunting King, Renzel, Anouk Benzikar, and Rebecca Perez are here in studio with me. So let me ask you this. Do you think people today, you, you talked earlier about FOMO. Do hmm. you think people today are looking for the impossible? Anouk, what do you think? I think maybe when we're young, we are because lack of experience makes us think that there's this like perfect person out there. But as we get older, um, I think that the experience shows us what we want in a person. And I think it's not so impossible. I mean, I know what I want. And I'll wait for that person to show up. And if they don't, I'd rather just be by myself. Yes. Well, I agree. I, does everybody yes. agree with yeah. that? Yes. Yeah. 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 100%. But yes. I feel like Thanks, we are. Guys. I feel like sometimes <laughs> we do look for impossible things. I think that, uh, you know, some of my standards are really high up there to the but point where it's okay. like, oh, but it feels like no one's around. It's like, oh, I see someone, I, I go on a date with them and I'm like, ah, they don't hit that one point and then I'm out. And instantly, because I start dwelling on How that. old are you, if I may ask? 29. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a baby. I'm a little baby. <laughs> I'm not that old, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's interesting, though, because you, you say that, Anouk, and, and I really appreciate what you're saying, that we do know ourselves as we get older. We learn, and we learn also from 
our past, right? I, I, I always say I don't, I don't talk about baggage because that's something heavy that you drag, but history is there and history teaches us the lessons that we need to do things different, mm -hmm. right? But I do think even as we get older, it does become harder for some people because they have a history and they might have gotten hurt and they can't, you know, let go of that hurt and move forward from it. And I also think that depending, and this is where that likability that we were talking about earlier about successful men, successful women, okay. the impossible sometimes comes in there when people start thinking that they want somebody, for instance, within a certain financial bracket or, you know, older man, much younger woman, and they want it to last forever. Um, older women wanting you somebody... You feel like those are the same? Like No, I, I don't think that they're the same, I, but I think it's all about the expectation. Okay. That's the issue here. And I think that sometimes the expectations, for instance, uh, a woman who is, let's say, in their 50s, who has, let's say, a very fin financially secure... Um, lifestyle and want somebody of the same lifestyle or more but you're living in that point zero one it's not necessary or ne necessary necessarily mm -hmm. that you're going to find somebody there and they talk about that also even in the younger generation that there's so many women graduating from college compared to men that the Millennials you know, in cities like New York, Toronto, are having a hard time finding men. Uh, we talked about this last week, the dateable man, meaning somebody who is on their their same demographic uh, economically and, and where they want to go in the world. So it's kind of like those two generations are in the same spot. You wanted to say something, Renzel? No, I was going to say, well, first I'll say some, some men need to grow up. Like that's a real Amen. thing. Some <laughs> men need to grow up because if if the woman in your life is making more money than you, then good for us, right? Yeah, right. It doesn't, have to, yeah. Right. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be much more complicated than that, right? Right. Yeah. But if a if a fifty year old woman is looking for the same type of a lifestyle, she that's a different conversation for me. Yeah. And maybe you know she has to decide whether she wants to be happy or comfortable totally. financially. Right. Like right. those are two co different conversations. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so I mean, you have every right to look for it, but you know, maybe some guy who's gonna make you really happy, make you smile every day, take care of you, be a nice person. Maybe he's not as comfortable financially. That's right. And that okay. those are two yeah. very. And it separate depends what you want from yeah. from a relationship. Do you want somebody who's going to support you, mm -hmm. or do you want somebody who's going? to support you yes. meaning right. be that person that yes. that is there to support you in all aspects of your life when things are good when things are bad i know you want that's so much more important that's so much more important um i dated somebody very briefly who said to me oh you're a lawyer it's intimidating uh, you know what do you see in me and i was very disappointed in that because i really liked the guy right but he had this stereotype that because i'm a lawyer like so what i'm still just a girl, you know, as yeah. Hugh Grant would say, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy. And, you know, and I felt like it was sort of the same thing. Like, you're a nice guy. I like you. I have a nice time with you. That's what really matters at the end of the day. A girl, I mean, not that I'm in my 50s yet, so I can't speak to that. But, you know, to have a guy just support you emotionally is so much more important so than a guy more. supporting you financially. Like, so who cares about the finances, really? At the end of the day, 
I had a guy who supported me financially and he's just not a very nice person. And I just would be very happy if I never had to see him again. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I think I, uh, most people feel that way, by the way. Bunty? I, f- I feel like people forget to put fiscal matters aside and, and, and they forget to like really focus on the fact that, you know, they want to fall in love. I feel like everyone wants to fall in love, but they've lost sight of that recently. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, they're afraid of it. And I'm, yeah. I've never been afraid of falling in love. And, you know, it's gotten me hurt a bunch of times, but it's not a problem because I fall in love again. But I feel like that focus is gone and that focus needs to come back. Especially with I the like millennials. That. Yeah, total big time. Well, what, what's, well, the, what's up with the millennials? The well, generation they're, they're too, Y. They're too cautious. They're too cautious. They're like, like, oh, I'm going to do this like five dates. I'm going to be on five dates first before. I, and I, I can only say I love them before like four months. <laughs> I was like, no, you can't. You have to be just say it whenever you feel it. Well, wait a minute. I... I, I, I not sure that all millennials um, feel that way because the millennials are also part of the hookup generation where yes. mm. you connect a lot faster mm-hmm. and you move on a lot faster. Well, but that's the thing. So they're I, I not developing the, real connections. Yeah, exactly. That's right. They're not developing yeah. real that's connections. That's it, what I'm saying. That's okay. I'm saying, yeah. I, I envy the American model where people date mm-hmm. for a very long time before putting a title and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like culturally, when I, mean, I live in Miami for a while, New York, okay. so people... It's it's different than meeting someone for the first time here in Quebec or I don't know about Toronto, you know, Ontario. I've never lived there, but it's different. You meet someone we're dating. We could be dating for six months, eight months, nine before we even put a title on what we are. But we get to know each other. We get to know if we we want to deal with each other for you know that next step. And people here, I mean, you know, I've been on dates where people are two, you know, two weeks in, we're so comfortable. The person's like, but what are we? We're getting to know each other. It's, you know, yeah. that's okay. Whatever yeah. works, whatever works that's between okay. two people, whether it's long distance, whether it's, you know, a generation gap, whether it's a, a financially different, who cares? If you, if you have a good chemistry, that's so hard to find. Once you find it, stick to it. And that's the key point here is actually making a decision because monogamy is a decision. Yes. It's yeah. not something that comes naturally to us. It's a decision we make and a commitment we make to the other person, right? So, you know, it's not about, Renzel, what you're saying, the title. It's about making a decision the for commitment. most people that they're mm. they're committed and they want to be one-on-one. Yes. That right. you want to get, you know, like clear the air yes. and narrow it down. So and I think that's tem- not always oh. something, sorry, I don't think it's always something that has to be discussed. It's something that often just happens mm-hmm. naturally. Yeah. You both start weeding out. Do you agree with that, Bunty? Yeah, totally. Totally. It just happens. It just happens. And I think that people need to just be aware of what's happening and then be honest about it. So you don't feel like there's expectations? I think people are trying to put a label on what the relationship is before it's matured to that. I think that it's it's possible that a lot of people do that because they get wrapped up in this this romantic idea of what a relationship is supposed to be. But I think that... uh, You don't think it's insecurity? More, it's, more it's, possible. it's possible it's just from I'm, I'm speaking from a very personal mm-hmm. experience here whenever I whenever I end up with a woman and if I'm at the point where I'm like frequently having sex with them or I'm frequently meeting them or I'm texting them trying to see how they're doing making sandwiches for them uh I'm I'm at that point I'm pretty sure I'm in love with them like if I'm not gonna go and make a sandwich yes. for a lady that I don't care about well for me the mistake starts there. Do explain, Renzel. I want to hear this. Because at that point, you as a guy, because yeah. you feel all those things, you want to lock it down. You're trying to... Because, because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> no, it's not that. But I'll, I'll say this again. 
there's something there's um there's a there's a Haitian expression that says bonjour bon toujours like something like that. But the idea is to say what's good right now, six months removed should still be good. That's if true. it's not, then it wasn't good in the first place. That's true. That's, that's true. possible. Yeah, it's very true. I agree. Right. So agree. if you take the insecurities aside, if you take all this social pressure, you know, I need a boyfriend. I need to put a name on it. I'll get to know this person as long as you want. And if if it, if it works, if you guys can't let each other go, yes, you're right. What you feel in nine months should feel the same yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. That's mm-hmm. what and, and you choosing that person every day is stronger than just, okay, well, now same. you're mine. I'm yeah, yours, yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah. Let's move. Yeah, I think There's yeah. something stronger about choosing each other every day for a long time before you put in, before you, you graduate to something. Yeah, and well, by the way, that's that's the success in a long-term relationship. Totally. And that is yeah. cho- getting up every day and choosing that that person is who you want to spend that day with. And also keeping it so that you know today's today. And what scares a lot yeah. of people is... And I, I see this with the millennials, and I also see it with people who have come out of relationships, been hurt, where they go, can I really commit to this person for the next 30 years, 40 years, if you're in your 20s and 30s? That's a scary thing. Mm-hmm. Why can't you take it for today? But at least you know that it's just between the two of you. Yeah. And every day you're going to choose to want to do something for that person. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, Rebecca, I mean, do you want a guy who will make you a sandwich? Is that nice? <laughs> I love sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> but no, those things, those things are, I find are very important to women. We just, we like to be, it's not even about the presence or about like the spoiling. It's more about like, Take me on walks and get me for yeah. ice cream. It's like those little, little things, things. Little things. Exactly. so there's so much. They're better. They're just more special. Yeah, no, you can have a you can have uh, you can have a bunch of big things littered throughout the year, but it's the li- little things that really yeah. matter. The way in which I you make a sandwich, the way you slice our bread, like that kind of stuff is it's, like even the way it's you remember care how, your how day went. Yeah. Like well, it's, little. it's remembering that she likes her crust cut off the <laughs> bread. Or what she likes in her coffee exactly. and you know? not yeah. have it. Coming up. I'm going to ask you to call or text if you think the opposite sex has it easier in the dating world. What do you think? 790-0800 or star 8255 on Solo in the City on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio CJAD 800. We are back, Solo in the City, the dish on dating with Bunty King, Renzel, Anouk Benzakar, and Rebecca Perez. Rebecca, I know you had a, an event last week because we saw, I saw you at Annie Young yes. uh, in Westmount. Isn't that parlor yes. great? I mean, oh my I, God, the best. I know. Obsessed with Charlene. Charlene is the best. <laughs> yeah. Love oh her. I know. Love her. Anyway, I just, I, I, I'm going there today and everybody was dressed up for Halloween and I was like it's so nice to walk out feeling like a princess and I didn't even have a costume on (laughs) (laughs) yeah so anybody if you need a little spruce up for this fall I suggest you go over to Annie Young everybody's shaking their head by the way guys 100% that's nice too. for you too. hundred <laughs> percent. Annie Young. It's a beauty bar in Westmount in right. uh, the Vic Park it's building. Vic Park, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll go say hi. Yeah, you <laughs> should. Yeah. Don't forget my database. Please sign up. And as well, if you want 15 minutes free coaching, if you do sign up, just give me a call. My hotline, 844-744-SOLO. Any dating questions you have, give me a shout. 
I'll call you back within 24 hours and I will answer it for you. And I also do want to put two things out there. Number one is the first of the month is next weekend, but we are not doing Rise to the Top, the networking event that we did last month. That's with Bhaskar Goswami and myself. We meet at the top of the mountain at Smith House at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and we invite you to join us with different professionals, lawyers, accountants, trainers, and we do a one-hour walk, and you can ask any of the professionals any of the questions you want. We had 25 people or so join us last month. It was our first month. This month we are doing it November 12th. So meet us at Smith House and please at the Mount Royal be on time because we do leave at 10 a.m. sharp and we found out afterwards through Facebook that people were kind of trying to find us up on the mountain. So please do join us. And also, I want to um, say thank you to Mitch Melnick. He is putting together another Billy Bob event November 8th, and it starts at 7 p.m. at Turbo House. And thank you, Mitch. It is um, an honor that you celebrate my late brother's life with these musical concerts. And I will be there. I'm going to have a couple tables there. And if you'd like to join us, please go to Eventbrite. It is going to be a fantastic concert. It's Andrea Romolo. She's from Toronto. She is a great musician. And her new album is coming out, Nuda. And it's going to be launching that night. So November 8th at Turbo House. Come join us. Now, back to the conversation here, okay, because it was getting really hot and steamy. And <laughs> I, I, I asked this, do you think it's easier for the opposite sex? Do you think it's easier for men or women in the dating world to ask questions, to, you know, make the dates, to go out on dates, to find out if you're exclusive? Who do you think it's easier for? Anu, what do you think? Men. Oh, men. men. I think it's easier yes. for men. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. Wait, wait. Oh, so, no aggression please. in here. Bunty gave no, her a little no, tap. No, I, I love tap. I love so tap. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I took her spot. I Did, talk too much. No, it's because you're a man sure. and you're supposed to go first, right? Oh, not at all. That's not uh, right. okay, uh, thank God. The gloves are <laughs> just off here. Okay, so what do you think? Um, I actually do think in a way it's easier for men just because no matter how much the new modern way is that women are equal, there's still certain stereotypes in society. I still believe that. Maybe I'm just old fashioned. I don't know. Well, no, I, I agree. I do you think agree? so. No. Yeah. Okay. What really? about, let me, well, before you speak, Bundy, I want to ask this to the ladies. What about the concept that if you're out and you know, you're both very attractive ladies. You can see them, by the Thank way, on you. Facebook Thank Live you. right now. Um, <laughs> if you're out, think of what it takes for Bunty or Renzel to come across a room, a crowded room, and he's got his friends to come up and approach you and introduce himself and possibly have interests. And possibly you're not interested and he gets rejected and he has to walk back that walk of shame. Do you not think that's, that's a brutal. little bit tough? Yeah, that's really yeah. tough. That's, that's awful. <laughs> oh, so, so let me ask the question again. Who do you think has it easier? The, the um, pitcher or the receiver? 50-50. Ah. <laughs> Guys, I'm sticking up for you here. I have to appreciate that. Okay, but, that, that. but that's just the I beginning. I don't believe it, but I respect that you <laughs> But then what happens after the first, second, third date, then the guy has to initiate, you know, making exclusive and... 
Like, I feel so, like that's the part where the girls are like, what's going on? So you, you're you saying, for instance, it you want to have that exclusive talk second, third date? No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought that's what I heard you say. Okay. He's like, oh. <laughs> Don't look at Renzel. I mean, we know how he feels. <laughs> <laughs> Please, yeah, guys, I, a lot of this was off air. Please don't <laughs> take this out of good. Yes, yes. Okay. No, but I so, feel like it's 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 harder for women at that point because they're not going to initiate. So they're kind of waiting on the, the man to make the they? move. Because then you're seen as pushy. Yeah, and then you're, no, yeah, then you're being aggressive yeah, and really? you're being too... Yeah, I want a lady to be like... No. Yeah, I want a lady to be like, hey, can you be my man? I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Especially really? if I, yeah, well, guys, I mean, like Renzel? Yeah. yeah I really. mean, well, he's a, he seems like a secure... I think it's a type of guy. He's a secure type yeah. of... But okay. uh, come on. You know what, what I love, come Ray? Come on, ladies. I got to tell you. Yes. I, I, yes. I, I, yes. I'm not going to be on a th- third date with someone that I'm not interested in. Don't waste my but time. You want to be a boyfriend on the third date, bro? No, I'm, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna go on an ex- on multiple dates with a woman unless I'm actually interested in them. So at that point, if they could say whatever they want to me, and I'll be like, okay. Yeah, cool. but crazy only comes around seven or eight, bro. Yeah, that's true. Huh? That is true. <laughs> I, I, I have to say that I speak to a lot, especially millennials. <laughs> and what I love here is that I, I have a nook out, you know, a mother and and successful professional, and I have you know, you, Rebecca, and, and you represent, you know, let's say my children's age group. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people have a problem deciding when it's okay to broach the exclusive question, wanting to know, are they exclusive? And Anouk, you were saying that you're not sleeping with somebody unless you know that it's just you and him, right? right. 100%. A hundred percent. I don't care where he lives. I don't care what he does, but I'm not going to be with, you know, different people at the same time. There's no way that's going to happen. And, you know, as to what Rebecca was saying before the three month rule, I mean, I don't have a calendar per se, but you got to feel a certain closeness. I mean, there was a guy who called me and on our very first phone call, we were on the phone for five hours, five. I've never in my life been on the phone for five hours, you know? So by the time we got to our first date, it felt like I knew him for so long already because we'd been on the phone for so long. And what happened right. on that first date? It was really nice. We had a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I did not say no. <laughs> no, no, wait, no, no, okay. But did it I go can to tell a, no, like, not at all. Not at all. No. But no. so did it go so to a second date? It did. It went to a couple of dates. I, the question okay. I asked, I had was how long did it last? Um, long well, enough. Not yeah. It was. It was Next question, Not long please. enough. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, let me ask you. I want to. I want to ask a question. And sure. Bunty, I'd like you to start. Do you believe in happily ever after? Absolutely, mm. I totally do. do you? I, it's one of the things I always like. I, uh-huh. I. It's one of the things that I actually I make jokes about while in a relationship. I'll always be like, uh, I'll be like, baby, I can't wait to go down on you when you're like 80. It's gonna be the best. <laughs> you know, like I say stuff like that. You know, like yeah. So I'll be like, oh, he, it's like that, that's the kind of stuff that I really, uh, I, I, I live for. I've never heard anything like that. Yeah. Oh man, I'm crazy. I'm telling you, I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you have, you go have to go check out his Instagram. He'll say a lot, a lot of those things. Okay. Um, what about you, Renzel? Happily ever after with? Um, I'm gonna add in one person. Um, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't believe in. Um, destined like the um, someone that was destined for you and all that good stuff but I do. yeah i feel 
No, I don't believe in that. No, no. No, it's, it's, no it's, it's, you know, who I am today is not who I am tomorrow. If I met you today, it might not be the same tomorrow. It's true. So it's, everything's about timing. Everybody, yeah, like timing. So many things come together. The dream is what kills relationships or modern relationships. Well, and, and you gotta look at this. stuff for what they are. It's, it's, and, and you got to think about it this way. Anouk, you've been divorced. I'm divorced. And I was married for a very long time. And I know that I will be with somebody again for a very long time. And chances are, the next person I'm with, because I do want a committed long-term relationship, and I plan to live till 120, and, <laughs> and looking good doing it, hopefully, uh, <laughs> and feeling good doing it, I could end up being with the second long-term relationship person in my life longer than I was with the first person. So I agree with you, yeah. uh, Renzel. I, I, I really do. That it, it it does depend on that one day to the next, to the mm. next, to the next that we were talking about. Rebecca, Renzel, Bunty King, Anouk, guess what? No. Already? I know. Really? <laughs> the love table. Really? We have to close off. It went really, really fast. I want to thank you all for joining me. And uh, we're going to have this conversation for a few more minutes on Facebook. Ramona's going to take us behind the scenes. I want to thank Ramona for being on Facebook. As well, I want to thank Benson for helping us spread the love and Thanks, putting Benson. us thank on you. air. <laughs> Next week, how to improve your sex life from the inside out out with three experts here on Solo in the City. I can't wait to have that conversation. Don't forget, sign up on my database at CherylBesner.com. It's free. And also, you get 15 minutes of consultation with me about any question you want answered in your dating life. This week, as always, please remember, to all of you at the love table tonight, keep it simply social. Because we all know, it's all about the kiss. Mm. Happy Halloween this yeah. week. And uh, be safe. See you next week here on CJD 800.